0: Move upside and let the man go through. Hi, welcome let in. Let the man go through. How was your weekend? It feels like a Monday, right? It's a Monday,
1: right? it's a Monday baby.
0: Let I know that that's always one, one of those. Oh, Case of the Mondays. Not not just this is our first day of working after a weekend, so it seems like it's a Monday. <laughs> it's not like, oh, I got Case of the Mondays over here. No, 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 nothing like that. Just Mon- Monday has a feel. Monday has a feel, and definitely this has that
1: feel. I did, feel Tuesday. Did you um, did you get all moved in and everything? Are you settled now? Yes, I would describe uh, myself, us, as settled. Congratulations. Which is part of the reason it was a great weekend. <laughs> what was still left to be done? Uh, really, for me, um, this weekend, I don't know that there was anything left to do. Just a little organizing here and there. We, we, we crushed it the first week, two weeks. That's awesome, man. There might not be a better feeling than that, right?
0: Just settled in, cruising along. And then all of a sudden, it's like, we're done. We're done here.
1: Let's go, babe. Let's enjoy it a now little bit. Now uh, it's, what can we buy to continue to enhance?
0: Now it's, oh, geez. Another trip to, uh, I don't know, Target. Another a, trip to Home Depot.
1: Need a cheap dining room table, and I think we Oh, got, Facebook
0: Marketplace.
1: That's what I'm thinking.
0: How big you looking here? That's the question. Not,
1: not big at all. I mean, we've got like a very small little alcove. I am, uh, I've am. i got a big
0: day ahead of me, Josh Helmer. This is kind of the last day before the madness hits. Uh, tomorrow, now, the show is going to originate from Oklahoma City. We're going to be at the women's softball. As long as the NCAA doesn't say no, I, I, I'm 99.9% sure we're good to go.
1: Well, Pat. and I would think if there's any show that they would want over there, because we've mostly said pretty much only positive things.
0: That's right. That's right. About the NCAA and the selection process, I think they would definitely want us there. Uh, or, or maybe it could be a situation where I go into the show and they've never even known that I'm there. <laughs> That's happened in a lot of places. That Funny story about that. When ORU went to the NCAA tournament and uh, God, back when it was somewhat unique, right, when they rode a little roller coaster, I think it was their – I think we had the, the, game, the games on The Buzz up in Tulsa, and I drove down to Dallas, and I, I want to say it was American Airlines Arena, I drove down to Dallas and just, it was between sessions. So I set up there on Press Row and did my whole four hour show. And, and when I was, and there were people walking around and stuff. It was like two hours before tip. And there were people walking around. And at some point, an NCA guy comes out and goes, What are you doing here? I'm like, I'm just wrapping up my radio show. He goes, You can't do a radio show here. I'm like, Oh, I knew that. I was just getting all my equipment kind of and getting it. Set. <laughs>
1: wait what was that for it was for
0: ORU in the NCAA tournament they were 16 against a one I want to say they were playing Memphis someone can help me out on that's
1: awesome where were you seated at
0: I was literally on press row right by the court I did the whole show there leading almost up to from the floor from the floor you know what it might have been post game it was either pregame whatever it was It, it either led up to the game or it was right after the game and the guy came out I was like can't can't do your show here I'm like yeah, uh, I know. How about that, huh? Where were you two you, two hours ago? Thankfully, you weren't here two or three hours ago. But may- maybe I can pull that off tomorrow. But I'll check in with Pat and make sure that it's all okay. Oh, by the way, speaking of potential guests on this show, uh, JT Gasso and I have been left at how late can it go? <laughs> or how la- how long is your show? And I and that that's where we've left it. Um, and that was 5 o'clock yesterday. So maybe there's a chance that JT Gasso could pop in at any moment, or maybe he'll join us tomorrow. Now, here the other great story about this weekend, Josh, was that DJ Gasso, who is a, has been a guest of the Plank Show before, great friend of the program, great dude, um, he's in town too. Now, did you see that plane that they had Utah flying on? Did you happen to see the hype video of Utah coming in? Uh,
1: not yet. Was it, it pretty
0: awesome? It looked like what they had the Cleveland Indians in major league ride in on. I didn't know propeller planes still existed. For goodness sakes, man. But yeah, and again, again, I, I look at the Utah Utes Twitter feed uh for Utah softball. I was like, "Man, get my get my man DJ Gasso in that squad a Learjet or something." I'm like I would not have got on that thing. I would have been like, "Nope." I'm i uh, I'll be walking from here on out. You guys enjoy your trip to Oklahoma City. If a propeller starts that I can see on a plane, Josh, nope, no, I'm out. Yeah, you're noping out of it. Nope, I'm out. But DJ is in town, so maybe there's a chance that uh, we could see one. Dan, was it Daniel James Gasso? Join us on the program at any point. But also more than anything else, this is our first chance to really recap. A lot of things, you know. Obviously, the incredible super regional win for Oklahoma over Clemson. We'll get to the nuts and bolts of that. We'll get to the uh, the tournament field, the women's college world series field, and I'm um, so I'm doing the Washington Utah game, and I'm doing the Oklahoma State Florida game, Florida State game. So I've got a boatload of notes on both of those situations. Beautiful, little extra work for you. I am fascinated by Alabama, man. I really am, and I want to give all credit where credit is due. Um, I was wrong, and I was wrong on Alabama, and I was wrong on Tennessee. And I kind of thought that minus Montana fouts, based on what I saw in the SEC tournament, they were absolutely doomed. But by God, they went out and did what they had to do. They survived and beat a, had to beat what ended up being, what, a pretty surprising Middle Tennessee State team in their regional final. And then had to come back after getting smoked by Danielle Williams in Northwestern in game one when Montana Fouts, I'm sorry, dude. She still doesn't look right. I mean, it just – it doesn't look right when you're watching her. But it doesn't matter. And I don't have to – you know, I was watching the D1 softball podcast last night. I know Gray hates everything Oklahoma, so I'm not going to minimize anything here like he minimized Kinsey's home run. But I'll tell you what, that was fantastic to see dramatic moment. The tears from Montana fouled seeing Alabama somehow get it done and get back to the World Series. But I think you know, when I was driving over the question I have when I look at the eight is who's the most likely two and Q candidate? I can't figure it out. I think it's it's two. It's one of the more balanced fields that we've had. And I, I think for if you like I did kind of Tapped out on Stanford once Oklahoma beat them. Then they ended up having an incredible season and bouncing back in a big way. Um, I, I mean, Tennessee has just been fantastic all year long. Fantastic all year long. Why is that bracket like that?
1: I don't know. That's just how NCAA.com puts it together.
0: Like Literally, the two teams that are playing each other are diagonal from in, in, in the, the top bracket, at least. Anyway, that that shook me for a moment. But in, in Tennessee and Alabama, you have two teams that have been good all year long. The other part of the bracket, Oklahoma State and Florida State? <sighs> Come on now. It's by seeding. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. And then Washington and Utah? Utah, if you want to be like, well, they caught a break because UCLA wasn't in their super regional. I think they were going to beat UCLA, man. (laughs) I think they were going to beat UCLA. Well, and also, this time of year, sorry, mission accomplished. So, you have the best team in college softball, hands down, all year long in Oklahoma. You have the second and third best teams. uh, Well, the third and fourth, the second team's not here, but the third and fourth best teams in Tennessee and Florida State, right? You have kind of, you know, what is the Cinderella story in Utah, but also in that same vein, a team that – you know, hosted its regional at least. I mean, last year you had a team in the super in the, in the women's college world series that didn't even host its regional. So you got Utah and they might be the hottest team going right now. You have two kind of incredible stories in Washington and Alabama. Washington shouldn't be here right now. They had no business coming back to beat McNeese in their game. Seven, the seventh game of the, or uh, Was that the super? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the seventh game of the regional Had no business. Being there, none whatsoever, and not only did they win, but they look pretty good, and they're super regional too. So, I am a, um, I'm a big Washington guy with what they've been able to do. I've been really impressed with how they've been able to kind of right the ship, especially with as with as badly as they looked at times against Minn State. <laughs> Later that game, I was pretty sure they were do itty done, and then they just smoked Louisiana Lafayette. So, yeah, I – uh, and Washington beat Utah in the series two out of three, but scroll on down to that Pac-12 tournament, Josh Helmer. Scroll on. Utah beat the snot out of them in the Pac-12 tournament. So, you got that Cinderella story there in that matchup. I think Alabama's got a certain kind of feel to them with Montana Fouts, and the closer she gets to the World Series, is she getting closer to 100%? And have you seen their staff step up, and they have beaten Tennessee even though – The Volunteers have played them four times this year and beat them three of the four times. Every single one of the first-round matchups these teams have played this year, Josh. Did you know that? Every single first-round matchup in the Women's College World Series is a rematch of a game during the season.
1: That's fascinating. Isn't it?
0: Let me see if I can do this off the top of my head. Oklahoma beat Sanford. I think it was like 10-2 in run rule fashion in the sixth. Utah, we just mentioned it, lost the series to Washington but beat them. In the Pac-12 tournament.
1: Splits between the two.
0: So they went two and two against each other. Uh, Florida State and Oklahoma State played a three-game set where Florida State beat them in a three-hour and 43-minute game on Friday night. Then Oklahoma State run-ruled them on Saturday and beat them on Sunday. So the Cowgirls took two of three from Florida State. And what am I leaving out? Oh, Tennessee and Alabama. They played four times this year. So you're getting the fifth meeting between Tennessee, Alabama, and Utah and Washington here in the first round of the Women's College World Series. It's awesome, man. I'm pumped about it. But who's your candidate to go to in Q? That's the thing that when I look at it, it's like, Ugh, I don't know. I think whoever loses that OSU-Florida State game could be a candidate because that's going be to be a game that is going to have a lot on it. I bet, and that might start a little later because we have a few rain concerns in the area come come Thursday afternoon. But that would be one of the best teams being out in two,
1: right? Yeah, absolutely it would. If Oklahoma State or Florida State goes packing, two mm. in barbecue, I think – I don't know. It's such a toss-up between Washington and Utah. Sure. Whoever loses that might be in a tough spot. Yeah, one of those two. And then, honestly, I'd probably say Stanford.
0: Stanford has a – if – if you're trying to figure out Stanford like tonight, tonight is my Stanford Cardinal night. Last night was the Washington Utah matchup. Tonight is the Stanford Cardinal and the Florida State Oklahoma State game. But I mean, it's it's to me it's pretty simple when you think about, okay, how what what's the key for Stanford? And the key is they have an ace. And uh, if that ace is is cooking look out if that ace is struggling or not 100% healthy they're 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 in trouble so w- i think oklahoma has a chance to really i think oklahoma has a chance to really put one on stanford but they didn't see Najari Kennedy whenever we played them earlier this year, and she has been—I mean—one of the best pitchers in the Big in the Pac-12 all season long. I mean, you—you you look at her numbers. She had a 16-strikeout performance earlier this year against a Charlotte team that was a tournament team. She pitched 10 innings this weekend against Florida, against Duke, only allowing one run. Um, I—I want to say in the postseason, in the NCAA tournament. In the games that she's pitched, 6, 7, 14, 17 innings, I think she's allowed one run. So, in Kennedy, they got it. They got a stud. But, and, you know, you, you kind of think about pitchers in places like, like Stanford. It's not as if her inning number is massive, Josh. She hasn't thrown a ton of innings. But part of that, too, is injury. She hasn't been 100%. But she was really good against Duke. And she's going to be one heck of a challenge. Every single team in this tournament has a pitcher that can get hot and lead them to the World Series crown. Every one of them, or that already is hot. Josh, there's a chance after eight to seven on Saturday to clinch a spot in the Super Region in the NCAA tournament that Oklahoma is going to play games to where if they can score two, they're going to win the game. I mean, that's just that's that shows you how. I think good the pitching is in the Women's College World Series, it, especially on the Oklahoma side of the bracket, right? Especially on that Oklahoma side of the bracket. Holy smokes, man. From the three-headed monster at OU to Kennedy at Stanford to you know Montana Fouts, Ashley Rogers, there is some solid pitching on that side of the bracket. But I'm here for it, man. What was your reaction to the Kinsey Han- What What were you doing whenever Kinsey tied the game?
1: I was in the apartment, hoping that Kinsey Hanson was about to hit a three run home run to tie the game.
0: <laughs> I was right there with you. I don't know why I was kind of
1: was kind of rooting for like just hey
0: put it in play somewhere let's let's keep this thing rolling. I wanted to take the lead and end it in regulation or ex I guess I should say. The, the, in seven. I wanted to I wanted to head to the
1: bottom of the seventh with a lead. I didn't like the idea of them being the home team at all with Kegel. That that whole half inning leading up to it, and then as it was transpiring, you, you had the thought, well, may, maybe somebody will step up, they can get a couple on, and somebody will deliver a three-run blast. But then for it to happen was, in the fashion that it did, was both typical of Oklahoma softball and, once again, shocking.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into it. We haven't really talked about it yet. We talked about the series coming up. Um, I'd love, to, this is our first chance to talk about the bracket. So let's get after it. 405 651 3439. That is the Meyer Chevrolet text line. Of course, you can pick up the phone and call us on the Riverwind Casino Jackpot line 405 329 9000. Oklahoma Baseball gets in. And I thought the selection committee chair was uh, as confusing as anything I've ever seen. On the ESPN show. I I, want to get to that. Josh, I did a lacrosse show yesterday. A lacrosse show. Congratulations, Notre Dame. That's right. First ever title in program history. And the Boston Celtics got absolutely humbled on their home court last night. Again. Again. We'll talk about it all coming up on a busy Tuesday edition of the Plank Show. I'm working on a uh, script right now. To help explain the seat selection process for Loves. McKay gave me a, a, a big honor, a big duty. D-U-T-Y. I read it on Friday. I listened to it. I was like, I need to read this in studio. So I came back in and I, and I forgot how long it was. So I rolled in like, I ah, have plenty of time, 44. Not done yet. McKay, it's going to be in your inbox here in a bit. A lot of mistakes to fix. If you see your C, click here. You'll notice, Josh, the three little dots. <laughs> that's that's basically what I'm doing in that other studio. Sorry. I'm running around like a Can I still say chicken with its head cut off? Or is that cancelable I, now? I don't know. I have chickens. Does that mean I'm allowed to say that?
1: <laughs> Probably that might even make it a little bit more. Worse concerning? <laughs>
0: Ugh. Okay. Um I, I wow, right? I mean, I, how does this softball team keep doing it i i I said this to Toby and it's not a it's not a knock it's not really anything anything negative but I don't I don't know that necessarily they played their best ball this weekend and that's so unfair because it is hard to win at this level right it is hard you're a super regional play and you're riding a 46, then 47, and now 48 game winning streak. Everybody wants to be the team that breaks that record. And for Clemson, a program that's in its fourth year with an All-American candidate like Valerie Cagle, they, uh, I mean, they would love to have that feather in their cap, right? Hey, we we might be a young program, but we were the team that beat Oklahoma. And who knows what happens then on Sunday. I do know this. Oklahoma's really seeing Kegel well. She uh I felt like they did a good job of getting her rattled. I thought Kegel was pretty rattled, but man, she can flat out. She can spin it. I, I've been pretty blessed for the better part of the last eight years to have a front row seat for this. And I don't know if there was anyone who was as deceiving in what they were throwing than Valerie Cagle. It was it was impressive. Everything looked the same in her wind and coming out of her hand. That's that's a skill, man. And Oklahoma just really seemed to have its moments where they were hitting her hard. And she doesn't walk a lot of people. And what ended up leading to putting them in a position where they could have where they could have won the game in, in the seventh walks. So I know there's some that have a very glass-half-empty point of view. Well, we shouldn't have been in a situation with a team that we beat 9-2 to where we had to rally like that to win it anyway. Could not disagree more. That That is a team that was knocking on the door of an ACC title that had a Florida State problem this year, that has a finalist for National Player of the Year, that has a good fire about him, that has a good energy about him, but I, I knew we were going to get their best shot on Saturday. I just thought, Josh, when, when they went back-to-back to, back to start the game, I was like, all right, start the bus. <laughs> Obviously, I have, I have misjudged this Clemson team. But the Sooners had a couple of opportunities to push and maybe even be on four-zip and couldn't do it. I got to give Clemson all the credit in the world, Josh. Oh, they
1: played a hell of a game on Saturday. It didn't lay down in their own respect. It would have been easy for that to happen given the back-to-back jacks that we talked about and, you know, ballooning the lead a little bit beyond that. Then they found their own couple of home runs and pushed Oklahoma's win streak right against the brink.
0: I thought Moores was a pop-out to left field off the bat. I'm not going to lie because she reached out. She got fooled and poked it over the wall. But regardless, let's let's get a little Coach Gasso in here post-game from Saturday. This was after Oklahoma beat Clemson and, uh, and Coach's opening statement just on, just on this team, man. It, I don't think they would have had any problem playing on Sunday, and I think even if they had to play on Sunday, I think we're still in a position where Oklahoma's going to the Women's College World Series. There's no doubt in my mind they would have won on Sunday. But this is, um, this is pretty special what we all witnessed on Saturday.
2: Emotional roller coaster, highs and lows, momentum, lack of momentum. But in the end, it was one of the most gritty performances I've seen from Jordy. These two, um, you look around, everybody is, I had Sid with her thumb wrapped up, I had uh, Jada with a problem with her ankle, like everything was starting to fall apart a little bit. But then, um, I don't know, these guys just have this, unbelievable ability to create things quickly. And it just led up to Hanson, who I'm like, man, I don't even know if she can get the bat off her shoulder because she is exhausted and drained. And both of these guys put a charge in it to change the dynamic of this game. So um, this is one of the biggest memories I'll walk away with without question. We left Marita Hines in good, good spirits here.
0: And then uh, Kinsey Hansen was asked about the home run.
3: I've never sprinted around the bases that fast in my life. Not even when I hit the inside the Parker against Washington. I think I ran faster today. Um, but it's just I heard my teammates yelling right when I hit it, and I just wanted to get home. And I think it was like um, a mosh pit. when I, Everybody was shoving each other. My tongue was bleeding. I'm pretty sure I got punched in the face. Like it was just chaotic. And right then and there I knew that. You know, if this team is not done in
0: 2023 until we decide. That will- it's pretty cool st- that's a pretty cool quote, right? I want to know something. How did the Twitter account for OU Softball get so much better audio than the same audio that was sent to us <laughs> in Kinsey Hansen's quote? Brr, it was awesome, man. Good on Kinsey. I had a feeling that she was going to do something. I didn't think that it was going to be a three-run game-tying bomb. not going to lie to you on that. But you just had this moment where you're like, she's going to do something. She's going to do something here. here. Here, by the way, here is the better audio of that, just so you can hear it. I heard, oh, maybe it's not better audio. Maybe it's just my imagination.
3: Heard my right I, it, I, just <laughs> I heard my teammates yelling right when I hit it, and I just wanted to get home.
0: I heard my teammates yelling right when I hit it, and I just wanted to get home. Hmm.
1: So, well, very cool, I thought, that it was Kinsey Hansen too, to deliver that moment.
0: Did you know who the uh, cover article was in Boyd Street, start
1: the season for OU Softball? Oh, that must have been uh, K-9. That was Kinsey Hansen. I couldn't get a hold of – I was trying to – is Mark Campin or something? Is he out? <laughs> or, who knows? I don't know. Who
0: knows? Uh, I was trying to get the link because I thought the story was pretty good, and it lays out everything that she went through last year. And I remember telling you guys when the season started, I think she's got a chance to be a player of the year candidate. Well, she missed the first eight games of the season with the appendectomy, so that that kinda that kinda changed things. I, think about this, Oklahoma beat Stanford in run rule fashion. Stanford might not have had his pitcher. Oklahoma didn't have Kinsey Hansen in that game. Um and I think it was Alex Straco's first start as a sooner too when they beat Stanford. So Stanford, I don't even know if they've seen Jordy Ball. Uh, or Nicole May, for that matter. But anyway, I just – for, for it to be Kinsey, for it to be her in that moment, after everything that she has gone through, the struggle she had last year, I mean, her sophomore season – so let's see, I'm trying to put it up. 2019 – oh, yeah, her freshman season, uh, they got shut down by COVID. She was on the brink of something incredible. Absolutely something incredible. And then season got shut down. So what happens in 21? She puts up ridiculous numbers. Ridiculous numbers. Then gets hurt in 22. Has a knee issue. And by the way, if you read the Kinsey Hanson story on Boyd Street, her numbers had started out pretty, pretty incredible in 2022, man. Pretty incredible. And then she got hurt and was never able to find it again. So, yeah, it it was a great weekend. And I was glad to see it was Kinsey. We get a break in here and then get true in some texts. I haven't even looked at the I haven't even looked at the Knippel Chevrolet text line yet. I'm staying in a good mood today. 405-651-3439. Oh, I, I, I don't
1: think there's much out there that will bring you down this morning. What
0: do you think of a uh, real quick on a sidebar? I noticed Oklahoma fans doing a victory lap with Kansas State not getting in. I I understand the disdain for for Pete Hughes, but Kansas State should be in this tournament. I mean, there's there's a there's a handful of teams that should be Oklahoma, regardless of what happened in the American Athletic Conference championship game. I think they should they belonged in this tournament. Period. I thought Kansas State belonged in this tournament. So everyone that's like, oh yeah, CP take that.
1: I'm like, Jesus. Oh, More so than the NCAA men's or women's basketball tournaments. The snubs feel like legitimate snubs.
0: Like Arizona getting in is unfathomable over UC Irvine and in in Kansas State. Just unfathom. And I know it's. I'm gonna play it later, but I'm. I was so over the moon excited about Oklahoma that I went and I saw people like taking victory laps about Kansas State. I'm like, why do you? Can we? I would want the team that swept us to get into the tournament, but what? What do I know? I'm just glad OU's in. I. I think they can make a run. Now, they got a beast of a regional that they got sent to. (laughs) Holy smokes.
1: And and there was a good fair bit of respect, obviously, shown and given to the Big 12, but not quite to the same degree as, well, the SEC SEC, or ACC. and, And why not that one extra bid to Kansas State? Sure,
0: and then a big middle finger to the West Coast. I mean, a big middle finger to the West Coast. It almost felt as if... They stopped watching baseball about Arizona. You know, it's like, ah, that's the there's the cutoff line. I think we're good here. <laughs> the early disdain or disrespect for the Pac-12 started right here with the college baseball tournament. But we'll hear from the selection committee share. We'll hear from Skip as well. What a great day. What a great day uh, for Oklahoma Sooner Athletics. We'll talk about uh, the Sooner softball win and take your calls next right here on The Ref. Did you – about a quick little side note before we get to the phones – did you get any more clarity on Barta's retirement this weekend at Iowa? Is there more to it? Are they are they starting the Bob Stoops Iowa eighty rumors?
1: Well, they should be. And uh, Bob, <laughs> please for some uh, page views, even if it's for like one week, take the gig.
0: <laughs> what was the the greatest line that Bob Stoops ever dropped in a coaching situation? Was when the phone rings, you got to answer it. <laughs> that's right. Hey, that's that was one of my all-time favorites. I probably laughed for days on that one. Well done, Coach. But no- nothing more to it. No more drama.
1: I mean, probably just the speculation that you could you could make. There's a lot of lawsuit settlements that uh, have have been out there, and then the the timing the timing's not all bad because you just had a Final Four national sure. championship game run with the women's basketball program and. It's just a good time. Okay. I'll buy, I'll buy that for a dollar. And, oh, by the way, they might have the uh, replacement that they brought <laughs> in last September. <laughs> the
0: Bull State AD. All right. Well, I'm just curious how
1: the weekend went. All right.
0: Uh, eight teams. I'm going glass half empty right now. Most likely two and Q candidate off the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. But first, let's get to the phones, Josh. Sound good to you? Let's do just that. Riverwind Casino jackpot line. Good morning, True Sooner. What's going on, True? How are you?
4: Man, you guys really needed a pop-up shop uh, radio show Saturday afternoon. I told Josh just earlier, the, you know, with all the motions that were going into that game, we need to talk to somebody. My wife was tired of me talking about it. She's like, <laughs> like go away for a while.
1: And, and you know, <laughs> you we've, know we've done that in the past, Plank. Yeah. Remember uh, after Brent Venables was hired, we yeah. had the the impromptu show. So, yeah, maybe maybe we missed opportunity this weekend. I just
0: wanted to. I just wanted, I, I was like, we wanted to high five and talk to somebody, and my dogs were not for it. So, hey, you know, what's funny. You know. I was the same way. True, I was the same way. I was. Uh, I, and maybe we should have just just kicked our. Well, Josh was busy moving. He was like, "No, I was good, man. I was, <laughs> I was figuring out <laughs> where this needed to go." But I was the same way. You know, I, I kind of, I kind of was planning on some golf. I'm not even kidding. I was going to play golf this weekend. And a lot of golf this weekend, but after both games, even yeah. as quickly as the Friday game was, you're like, "I don't. I want to go golf. I want to sit here and watch softball. I want to try to well simmer in what just happened here."
4: Well, we couldn't talk about it Sunday, and we couldn't talk about it Monday either. So that's what you know. That's what was but it's, it's still alive and kicking. But I was going to tell you, I'm going to have to get off these Sooner softball fan sites.
0: uh Oh, what stuff, happened?
4: This stuff. Oh my gosh, these people are they are nuts. I mean they. They are loss of reality they, ripping on Kegel, saying that she'd be the fourth best player on our team. If she <laughs> Give me a, give me a freaking break. This girl deserves it as much as anybody else does. If you know anything about the game, she, she deserves to be up there with Jada Coleman. She deserves to, if, if anything, at least have a co part of it. But, but I mean, they were saying if, if this girl played for OU, they would be falling all over themselves to talk to her and to, and to watch her. I mean, she is, She's unbelievable, man. I mean, she just ran into OU and and I, I thought it was interesting. I was I was chatting with Jackie Wentz online yesterday and she had asked a question, I don't know if you saw her, her Twitter feed or not. not. she had asked who was the who would be the honorable mention if you could add a team in that didn't that didn't make it out of their supers? And I mean for me it'd be Clemson and I mean yeah. that's you know who I mean who would yours be?
0: Yeah,
4: probably Clemson. Who was the best yeah, who was the best? I mean, because they weren't 16, they weren't seated correctly, right? I mean, they should have been higher than that, don't you think?
0: Yeah, I would say Clemson or Northwestern. I think those are the two teams that when I look back at the Super Regionals, I'm like, we – and again, this is not a slight on Alabama by any stretch of the imagination. No. It's it's no. it's magnifying how good Northwestern is and how maybe we should take what Alabama did a little bit with uh, more than just a grain of salt. Uh, so
1: One run well, victory in the well, final game.
0: So. Yeah. That's yeah, all you it need, right? So,
4: so, people, it's okay to give respect to another team's player. It doesn't make you any less of a Sooner fan. It doesn't make you any less. It doesn't make you weak by saying that that these t- these players are you know as good as our players because they are. I mean, this chick, if she was on our team, she would. Would she be the ace or would she be behind Ball? Do you think she'd play a lot? If she was on. Yeah, well, you'd have yeah. A,
0: you'd have a, an incredible one-two punch of her and Ball. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I I don't understand that. You know, I did, did I – I was having some conversations with an unnamed potential guest of the show, if they get back to me, about uh, Valerie Kegel. I didn't like some of her mannerisms when things went south, but I love yeah. watching her hit, and I loved watching her stuff. And, I mean, it's well, – she is as good as it gets.
1: It's like True Sooner said. She ran into Oklahoma, which many great yeah. players have been guilty of over the past mm-hmm. decade here. and. Oklahoma that's that's what's so amazing about this they made Cagle look like she didn't belong as a national player of the year finalist I mean the, the numbers seven innings pitched 11 hits 12 runs 11 earned three walks they had her shook up but nobody else has has done that would
0: that left fielder start for OU oh I think that left fielder had a chance to come to OU um I think – uh, let me rephrase that. I think that left fielder really, really wanted to come to OU. Um, I think if, if I were looking at Clemson, I think the one, it, it'd be Cagle. Kegel. Kegel, and maybe yeah. their their center fielder who could make a nice right fielder in our girl, Is a Wilson. I think those two yeah. would be rock stars in a Sooner uniform. But I came away so impressed with Valerie Kegel, man. I, oh, yeah. The, the, the last thing I would be saying is, oh, gosh, she'd be the fourth. Who cares? They won the game. They're moving yeah. on. I, I don't understand these yeah. fights.
4: Yeah, it's awesome, man. See you, man. See you, buddy.
0: Um, It is awesome. I I agree with Jimmy Duncan. uh, Jimmy Duncan. Jimmy and Duncan. I'm just going through these. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Jimmy Duncan. It's Jimmy Duncan. Jimmy and Duncan texted and said, that was a huge mistake putting a pitch over the heart of the plate with an 0-2 count. I I agree, but you still got to hit it. And it was up. I mean, she had to go up and get it. Cagle missed a spot. That's not – I mean, I'm not bagging on you, Jimmy, by any stretch of the imagination – that's not what I took away from that. I think you've got to really dislike OU if that's what if it's like, oh man, puh, could Kegel put it right over the plate? I'm like, well, oh, Sooner's been popping that pitch up all day long. So I agree. K-9 made her pay for it, and it was awesome to see. All right, do you is is Kelly still in there? Wanna fit Kelly in? Kelly, you get the last word this segment. What's going on?
3: Gee, thanks for um, <laughs> taking my call. What's
0: up, Kelly? How are
1: you?
3: I'm okay. Hey, look, you know where I sit, right? Right. Did you Did you say that that uh, play-by-play or color analysis, whatever she was from Clemson, mm-hmm. didn't kick the the chair or no, did? I, I
0: don't know. I have no idea. I didn't she, see her. She did. Because she's a former Sooner the, player.
3: Went, <laughs> yeah, she's right in front of me, of course. <laughs> and she it, it didn't happen when. K nine hit the three run home run it happened when they got those that double play that really great double play Mm -hmm. where it hit right to jennings and she stepped on back got the runner and then catching the ball then she kicked the chair so hard it went you know where the stairs are it went down like about three stairs
0: (laughs) you know she's an oklahoma girl
3: yeah, well, good for her because I like girls like that, but it was it was hilarious. I mean, it was just hilarious. I mean, and then she looked up at us like, "Yeah,
1: sorry." <laughs> well, and, and frankly, you can frankly, you can kind of understand the emotion.
3: Uh, I like people that show their emotion. I have no problem with that. I didn't, think it was, I didn't think anything about it. There was an old woman, a really elderly woman, <laughs> oh, no. standing on the other side of the rail. Now, if she had hit her, it would probably have caused some damage. But, I mean, it was just a, just a knee flex reaction. It was hilarious. But, yeah, she just stood up and got the back of her foot and just kicked it across and then down the stairs it went. Oh,
0: gosh. Jeannie Murphy, yeah, she played here. She played with DJ. Whenever she was here, as a what, matter of fact, what
3: position did she play? Oh gosh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well done, Kelly.
1: Well Take done. Care. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. Uh, let's see here. A poetic demonstration of what Oklahoma does to uh, opponents.
0: She was a grad assistant here in uh, 2009 and 2010 out of Chandler. She played at OU. You know, I'm, I never asked what she played this weekend. I'm sure there's 8,000 people correcting it on the text line. I do know that they made a mistake and they said that John Rittman's wife was a a pitcher, Um, and she wasn't. She was an infielder because she was a third baseman because the person that played next to her hit me up in my DMs. <laughs> She's like, hey! And there's a part of me that, like, listen, I I understand, and it kind of makes me – somewhat happy when they feel like I somehow have enough power to where I can go over to ESPN and be like, listen, fools, you're screwing this up. But uh, who is this? Shelly Sua reached out to me and she texted and said, can you tell the ESPN announcers that Lori Fawcett Rittman played third base? She wasn't a pitcher. I know because I played shortstop alongside her. (laughs) It's like, you got it. Hey, TV, quit screwing it up. Like a yell from the concourse. Callie, thanks. Appreciate the phone call. All right, quick break. When we come back, put a wrap on hour one. We haven't even hit the text line uh, yet from Kimball Myers Chevrolet right here on the Home Sooner Fan. All right, welcome back into the ref with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. Hit us up on the Kimball Myers Chevrolet text line 405 3439. That's 405 651 So I don't want to cut anybody
1: off on the text line, okay? Uh, all right. Can I ask you a question at the top of next hour? I've got my own text line question for you. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I'm all about it. So just
1: hold that in to okay. uh, t- tease that for next hour.
0: Joe from Guthrie writes I think I watched the game about three times. Every time I was nervous when they put Kegel in, I thought it could be game. It's really good. I told you, my Miley Knock was. I, I felt like she got rattled. Seemed that way, yeah. Especially in, in, on Friday. On Friday, but even on Saturday, it was like she was looking
1: to the dugout for them to take her out. On yes, very much so. I was like you just gonna leave me out here. I it, was shocked. And I don't know if that's really what was going on, but yeah, it, it looked that way.
0: It was. It was a little bit. It was a little bit concerned.
1: And yet, you say that though, and. Twice she has Clemson one strike away from getting out of the thing, and then just the greatness of Oklahoma. Well,
0: and let's add to it. I mean, because I don't want anything to be turned into bashing anybody, but she she also got Clemson out of a jam where a three run home run had tied the game, and back to back walks, and she was able to still have this team in a position in the bottom of the seventh, and in the bottom of the eighth, where she held OU scoreless, where they could have walked him off and won the game. Sure, that's a good point. So, but where was the the stat that blew my mind? I think I retweeted it from Graham Hayes, and I didn't update it from the most recent showing of uh, of numbers from Cagle on Saturday. But the Graham Hayes note about what Oklahoma has done against Player of the Year candidates – Sooners have played, now it, this has been added, this was after Saturday's game, so I was trying to do the math on it here real quick because I had it up, and Kegel threw three innings on Saturday. So that means that the Sooners have now played 20 and a third postseason innings against pitchers who were top three finalists for USA Softball Player of the Year that season. The pitching line, twenty. Twenty two and a third, did I say that right? Twenty two and a third. So it would be then thirty-five hits, twenty six earned runs, and an ERA over eight against those final player of the year finalists. I think who's uh Gabby Plain yeah. is that mix. Valerie Cagle's mm-hmm. now in that mix. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, we um Josh has a Myers Chevrolet text question next right here on The Ref.